1: Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
0: What's good, Wizards fans, and welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, the Out Oliver, with my guy brandon scott today we're going to talk about some wizards news dumps they do reportedly have interest in trading for emmanuel quickly and we're going to preview the bulls game tomorrow night let's get to it
1: you are locked on wizards your daily washington wizards podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
0: What well, is good, Wizards fans? I want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right, so we do have some news, just a couple of news dumps here. We have an injury report update from Chase Hughes of NBC Sports Washington. He said that both Christoph Porzingis and Dale, Christoph Porzingis for a ribs injury, and Dale Gaffer with an ankle injury that he sustained last night are questionable for tomorrow's game against the Bulls per Wes Unsell Jr. Um, let's talk about that first what are your thoughts about that of course you know Bradley Bill has been out um, this is supposed to be Brad's last game before they reevaluate him what's your thoughts on those guys and their injury status
2: I mean if they don't play is definitely unfortunate news especially when both don't play you know who's going to challenge Mr. Robinson at the center position so I guess I guess it might be time to see some young guys pop up here maybe Vernon Carey see how Vernon Carey does I think it's time to kind of let evaluate these young guys we have in the go go because yeah that's a major loss man when you when you lose both your centers. Uh so yeah that, that was that would be what I would do. I would see what we got in Vernon Carey, maybe Isaiah Todd, maybe try to get some minutes for young guys down there. But yeah, it is definitely unfortunate man because that's a big loss for the center position. Because I felt like Daniel Gaffer was starting to get into his own and KP, you know, if you look at Mitchell Robinson man, he's kind of a tweener too. So I think that was a
0: mm. a yeah. Match play up the Bulls but, tomorrow.
2: Oh. Yeah it was <laughs> <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> my bad man so yeah i mean vucevic yeah that's a big blow man because vucevic is a very versatile center man he can shoot behind the arc you know he can yeah that's a big blow so like I said, i'm i'm gonna reiterate. i still think we need to put veteran carry in there and see what we got maybe isaiah todd but yeah that's a big blow man there's a real big blow because look, vucevic man like i said he's very versatile he can't shoot can't rebound can't move a little bit so at this point, we'll see what we got in the young guys.
0: Yeah. Um, they are questionable, so there's a chance they could play. Gaffer had the an ankle injury. he, You know, he went to the locker room. Um, you know, so we'll see what happens. Chris has Perzingis with his ribs. I didn't see him get hurt during the game. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens with that. But, yeah, they're going to need all hands on deck against Vucevic. Last time he played against the Wizards, he had 24. Um, and we keep talking about oh, <coughs> – excuse me. Centers and big men. They just have career nights against the Wizards. Um, I feel like I'm saying it after every game or every po- every episode. I'm saying the same thing. Joel Embiid uh, went crazy. Anthony Davis 55. We can add him to the list. Um, we can add uh, Valanciunas to the list. He had a double double easily one of the easiest double doubles I've seen um, ever. Um, I'm feeling for I like him. DeAndre Ayton. Even though we beat the Suns, he had 30 points. He had an easy he had an easy way to 30 points. Um, just every big, I feel like I'm forgetting about some other bigs that had big games against the wizards as well. Um, but every big we play against, they, they dominate and they have big games against the wizards. Um, so if those guys do miss, miss the game, then, you know, Todd Gibson is probably going to have to start. Um, like you said, they probably are going to have to call up some guys, you know, Vernon Carey, Isaiah Todd, and, and Isaiah Todd is very thin. We talk about how thin Porzingis and Gafford are. And that's a big reason why they, they kind of do get pushed around a little bit or why Bigs have their way with them. So, if Vernon Carey does have to get the call up, um or you know, he's actually been playing in in some when, it, when there's blowouts, um you know, so we'll see what he can do if he does have to play and get his number called upon. And same thing with Isaiah Todd if he actually does get some minutes, you know, guys got to step up and develop. Um uh, but yeah, even if they are there, I see Vucevic having a having a good game just cuz the way we've defended against Biggs recently.
2: Oh, best believe, man. Look, Vucevic is going to eat. <laughs> Ain't no mistaken about that. He's going to get his. You know, like you said, we have struggled mightily against stronger bigs. And Vucevic, he's strong, but he can shoot. Like I said, he's very versatile. So he's going to test us. He really is. But, I mean, who do you, who do you really throw out there? I can see Taj because Taj, you know, he is older. He You know, he has lo- lost a step or two, but the strength is still there. You know, he still mans up against these bigger bigs from what I've seen this season. So I'm not too <sighs> – I'm not too optimistic, but I'm not too worried either because I think experience kind of – you know, experience shows with Todd. You know, he's going to be all right. But I still want to see Vernon Carey get some minutes. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that it's time to kind of see what you got in these guys and the go-go. And maybe Isaiah Todd, but, I mean, still, it's, it's a big blow, man, because Gaff and KP. But, it, you know, that goes along to show that what me and you have been preaching all season is that they got to get bigger, man. You know, you, you when you, once you start seeing the injuries with KP, man, that's, just, that's always a warning sign. They got to get bigger. Because when you bang with these big centers down in the paint, man, it's going to wear on you. Look, you, you ain't going to get out of the matchup with Ben Alvarado and, and, and be good, man, because he's a big dude. You know, these centers are big guys, and they're versatile. And, you know, Bam was running the floor. You know, and B can put the ball on the floor. You know, the, the modern-day NBA center, man, is big, and he can shoot, and he can defend. And, you know, these guys got to get bigger, man. So, yeah, it, it's unfortunate. But, you know, maybe Taj for a game, maybe throwing some Vernon Carey, you know, I think that it, looking at the matchup against Chicago, man, you know, Vich is not your number one worry. You know, I'm looking at Levine a little bit. So, DeRozan, so, too. Oh, absolutely. Those uh, those two guys would be my focus, man, because we know what DeRozan can do. We know what can Levine do, can do. So I'm not too worried, but it's definitely it's going to be interesting to watch, see how they respond
0: to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. I'm not going to lie to you. I am worried because because the, the bigs, they, the, the way that they played – Vucevic, he's been playing pretty well. He's an automatic double-double as of recent. Um, But we're going to talk about uh, Emmanuel quickly. I'm I'm pulling up the article right now. This was written by Peter Dewey. Um, He is a writer from AHN Free Digital. um, I think he's a Dallas Mavericks writer or something like that. Um, He said that the Washington Wizards, the Bucks, and the Mavericks have expressed interest in New York Knicks guard Emmanuel quickly, according to hoop, hoop hoops hypes, Michael Scotto. So I'm gonna read the one part about the Wizards that they wrote. So th- this is what they said in the article about the Wizards: Washington is in the playing tournament picture in the Eastern Conference, and it could use a lead, and it could use a lead guard alongside Bradley Bill on offense. The Wizards have been playing Monte Morris as their starting point guard this season. Um, also about uh, Emmanuel quickly, the number 25 overall pick in the 2020 NBA draft quickly has thrived in a starting role this season, averaging 20 points per game, 5.3 assists, and 4.9 rebounds per game across eight straight across eight starts. A bit of a streaky shoot, shooter. Quickly is shooting 41% from the field to 33% from beyond the arc this season. The Knicks have a bit of a thin bench with Evan Fournier, Cam Reddish, and Derek Rose getting bumped from the rotation at times this season. So, um, Emmanuel, quickly, when he starts, he plays well. I think he's a good player. What are your thoughts? How realistic do you think it is that the Wizards can acquire Emmanuel? Quigley? But before we do get into that, I'm going to get a quick word from price picks. Price picks is super easy. We just talked about Vucevic. His over and under on points is usually 16 and a half. Uh, Valanciunas was like 15 and a half last night. And of course, Valanciunas ended up with over that. Uh, Valanciunas en- ended up with the over on rebounds as well. So tomorrow night, I would take Val- I would take Vucevic with the over on points and probably the over on, on rebounds as well. Um, if you want to look at DeMar DeRozan the over on points as well, you might want to take the over on that. Um, and if Chris Tapps, if Gaffer doesn't play, then you might want to take the over on Chris Asperzingis' rebounds. He's been rebounding pretty well lately with 10. Uh, Kuzma's been just really inconsistent with scoring, but you might want it's, to – it's tough on him. It's tough on him because he's very inconsistent. But it's super easy. That's how it works. You pick two six players, and if they will go score more or less than their prize-fix projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes M- NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's, co- women's college basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast controls. Currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the Price Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100. With promo code locked on, if you deposit $100, Price Picks will give you 100 $100. If you deposit $50, price, price will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code LOCKEDON and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every
0: day. All right, so what's your thoughts on that report from Michael Scotto about uh, Emmanuel quickly and how realistic do you think the Wizards would be able to get Emmanuel quickly?
2: Well, it's kind of a sweet and salty reaction, man, because it's sweet where I like his game. He's a guard who can push the pace, he can run. You know, he can be streaky, but he has capability to shoot at a high level when he's consistent with the shot. Um, I would entertain it. I think that he can push the pace, which is a big, <laughs> big thing we need to do—is really push the pace on his offense. But a part of me is a little scared of the whole combo guard thing because you know we we've been there before with Spencer. You know we're there right now with Monte, and he is a combo guard, but he has shown the capacity to start. So I like his age, you know. But so, but. I, the one part I don't like about the trade is they're going to try to attach Evan Fournier. And I, I don't think that that money's going to weigh us down a little bit, especially if you look at going to next season with Gav hitting an extension and us trying to retain two out of the three of KP, Kuz, and Rui. You know, I definitely need – we definitely need a starting point guard who's going to push the pace. But I don't want it to be at, at the – at you know, for Evan Fournier's contract because it's just <laughs> – I mean, last time I looked at it, what was it, around 18, I believe? I mean, it was – Yeah, it's
0: 18 mil. The contract is done in 2025, so we would have to have two years of his contract 18 mil in 2024 and then
2: 18 19 mil in 2025. Yeah, I mean, it's just I'm not not cool with that because, like I said, you know, gap goes to an extension, and that money's going to eat into potential money that if they're serious about re signing Kuz or KP or Rui, it's going to eat into that a little bit. And so, but I would entertain it. Now I would entertain it. You know, do whatever you got to do. You know, if if the goal is to build around build and do what you got to do is surround it with talent, I think it would be a good move. It would push the pace on the offense. And Fournier, you know, he's a score off the bench. Now, will we we give up for him? Um, you best believe, Will the Thrills on his way to NYC? Um, maybe a young guy, and he's going. Fournier plays a two and a three, so man, you could see Denny. You know, uh, so I, I would entertain it. Now, how realistic is it? It could be a realistic move, you know. Tommy, just like we do, knows we need a point guard, so I could see this move. Now, it would make the deal sweeter, would be that first round pick. But what would we have to give up to get that first round pick? You know, <laughs> you know whether it's Kuz, you know. So if it's me, if I'm Tommy Shepard, I'm definitely sending will to thrill. I'm definitely sending a young guy and maybe a, a vet. But yeah, it's a sweet and sour deal, man, because of Fournier's contract is 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 not a cheap one and. You know, if you look at every proposal they send forward as far as online or through the media, Fournier's been attached to almost every one of those. So we'll see. But I I, I would go – I'm in favor of it. I, I like quickly. I think he would definitely push space, and I think he would do a good job in D.C. at point guard.
0: Yeah, I like the idea of it. I mean, yeah, he's he brings some young legs to the team. Like I said, pushing the pace. He can – um, you know, he's really good at switching speeds, getting to the basket. He can score. He's a three-level scorer. He can shoot the three. I know the percentages are not high – uh, but he's an explosive young guard, very shifty, something that we just don't have, somebody that can get into the paint and get easy looks for guys. I think he would work well with Porzingis and Gafford as well. Um, you brought up the combo guard aspect, too. Yes, we have seen you know scoring guards coming here. They just don't fit next to Bill for whatever reason. It just doesn't work. Um, but he is healthy. One thing I'll say about Spencer, you know, he wasn't healthy when he started off, but Spencer just didn't play well. Um, I don't want to talk about <laughs> DeWitty too much because it frustrates me every time. I think about him playing with the Wizards, but uh, quickly is a good player, he would be an upgrade over what we have. I think he would help Would he move the needle to the playoffs. I don't think he would, but he could be a piece to help us, you know, acquire more talent around Bradley bill. Um, like I said, a trade scenario a package. Yeah. We probably would have to take on Evan four years contract. They would probably have to attach some guys. We would have to attach Will Barton, um, probably for a deal, swapping Evan and, um, swapping Will Barton for Evan and then Emmanuel quickly. And, you know, and then Kuz would probably be in the deal too, and to get our first round pick back. But I just don't think the Knicks would want that package. I don't think they want that, and I don't think they want to, you know, give up the, the pick or give up the protections on the pick either to help the Wizards out. And they already have a good amount of forwards. They got Obi Toppin. they got Julius Randles, who's play, who's playing good basketball. They got RJ Barrett, so they already got a lot of mouths to feed over there on that team. So I just I don't I just don't see the the Knicks wanting Kuz. Um, so I don't like you said swapping one of our young guys for quickly maybe like Denny or Rui. I think the Knicks say that no to that too, because Emmanuel quickly, you could, you could say that he's better than both those guys. So I just don't see any, any, I don't see any of our assets really helping the Knicks right now. So I, I just don't think it's a realistic, try. I think it's a good try by Tommy. One of the, you know, one of the, one of the rumors that or reports that Tommy tried to get, it's one of, it falls in line with Tommy trying to get some like Tommy being interested in Donovan Mitchell. I know quickly is not as good as, as, as Donovan Mitchell or, you know, um, the report that Tommy wanted to get Kevin Durant. Of course, everybody wanted to get Kevin Durant. It's one of those reports where we're interested in a player, but there's slim to none chances of it happening. So that's just what I think about it. Um, did you have any more thoughts about it before we move on?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I get kind of tired of the trying, man. Let's get them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. let's really try to bring some talent here in D.C., man. And I think that we need to start pulling – tr- we need to start being more riskier and more aggressive in Trying to get players, we really do because that's that's how teams win championships. You got to go out there and try to get this talent. You know Cleveland, you know Cleveland went out there and got him. You know when we're talking about Donovan Mitchell and look at him. You know we have to if there, if we're serious about competing for a playoff spot or playing, you know we have to be aggressive trying to get out here and get these players, man. Because you know time's running out, man. Um, we 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 mentioned it, you know, time time again out of the young guys. How many of these young guys, people are really trying to acquire. And to me right now, it'd be really, you know, Denny, I, I believe teams see a lot of promise in in Denny, but the shot scares people. It does. And, 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 and lately with him being aggressive, you know, that scares people, you know, he's, he's not a complete package. Neither one of them are really complete package, but as far as a guy who is more starter ready, I, I don't know, both of them started, but in this modern game, a three point shot is important, man. <laughs> it just is. So, yeah, we'll definitely have to part with a young guy, but like you said, the 48 contract scares me a little bit because it's, it's money that is just, we don't need the contract. So, yeah, we'll see. I would entertain it because I do like Emmanuel quickly. I think he's a guard. He's a University of Kentucky. That's my school, man. So, he's a Kentucky guy. So, I definitely <laughs> like quickly, but because, you know, I've liked Kentucky all the way back from John Wall. As soon as John Wall came out of Kentucky, man, I was a youth. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, yeah, me, I Kentucky.
0: Up, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Kentucky is a powerhouse, man. I mean, they—they they, look how many guys they put out. So, you know, but, you know, going back to the trade, I would entertain it, but who would they want? Who Would, would they want Rui? Because Rui would probably be that guy that would probably be moved to New York. Because you said bench, maybe Monte. They need bench help. So maybe swap him and Monte. I don't know, you know, but I would entertain it. But, you know, as far as Tommy, Tommy, need really he, he needs to get more aggressive. You know, we really got to go out here and, because uh, let me ask you, man, do you think that Donovan Mitchell might have been somewhat of a realistic goal for us if we really
0: pushed the battle? It's so it's so tough because we have all those protections on the pick, um, you know, that 2023 pick, the pick that we traded for John Wall is just so many protections on it. Um, so it's hard. We just don't have the assets, you know, like the Cavs, they gave him so many first round picks or. You know, the Rui Gobert trade, the Jazz gave up so many first-round picks. We just don't have it. And our young guys, you know, people don't really value our young guys at all. They just don't. Um, you know, they don't value Rui much. The league just doesn't value Rui much. They don't value Denny or Corey uh, much at the moment. They don't value Johnny Davis I- either much at the moment. So we just don't have a lot of assets. Um, but, yeah, I do want to see Tommy go be aggressive. I, I didn't think Donovan Mitchell was realistic either. I think as he was just putting his name in the hat, kind of like, like with Kevin Durant. Same thing with Jay Nivey. You know there was the the reports that he wanted was very interesting to Jaden Ivey, um, Dejounte Murray too. SGA checking in on SGA, checking in on Dejounte Murray, checking in on all these guys. But we just know at the end of the day is is really not going to happen.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's just <laughs> that's what bothers me, man. <laughs> we got to get aggressive. That's you know you have to be aggressive. You have to find these 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 deals in the in the you know whether it's free agency or in the trade market because like you said, not a lot of people want to come here, and. We gotta surround Bill talent. So, you know, I, I was wondering, man. But I, I would I would definitely entertain it. I think that I just to me the biggest factor that worries me about the potential trade with New York is Fournier. I mean, I like Fournier, but not for $18 million. And not when I'm trying to keep kuz or keep KP and maybe even Rui. And we we know Ted ain't going to the luxury, man. So I mean, <laughs> I just don't see where he fits. But um uh, before we move on to mailback questions, uh today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is no one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the World Cup, we got it all at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Get to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.
1: Part of the locked on podcast network. Your team every day.
2: So mailbag time. And before we get into it, man, we definitely appreciate all the questions, man. We got a lot of good questions, man. All of them are good. So <laughs> but um we definitely appreciate it, man.
0: All right. Um, and then last news dump. I mean, you don't if you don't really feel you can just have a one-word answer to this one. Uh-huh. Um, this one is about John Collins as well. Um, because the wizards are interested in John Collins. The Atlanta Hawks are at their asking price for John Collins is something in the neighborhood of Rego Gobert, Donovan Mitchell's trade packages. What are your thoughts about that? Since the wizards are interested.
2: Check his cup. What is he drinking, man? <laughs> 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 There's no way you're getting anything close to what Gobert got, man, it's not, it's not <laughs> happening. They've been talking about getting rid of him for what? Three, four years. Now mm. you're trying to get, no, check his cup. <laughs> it ain't happening. Oh, man. Man. If Tommy pulls that off, man, look, check his cup. He need to get a piss test, man. <laughs> nah, heck no. I mean, I like John Collins, man, but like you, we said it before. It's a lateral move, man. For a, a lot of picks, we don't even have the picks. I don't. I don't think we even have the assets to do that. And it would be loon you see to do that because I think that um, Rudy Gobert's trade was crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, all that for a guy who really has no shot. He's just. A, he's just a a paint defender that's it so i mean it really changed the game because now you got teams thinking that they're going to get that type of return it's just like it's unrealistic not for john collins now i could see that for trey young absolutely yeah. because a lot of the friction he's had in atlanta with um Nate mcmillan but
0: nah for john collins
2: dear god
0: <laughs> <laughs> very well said i have nothing to piggyback off that one um Last one, too. Um, Cam Reddish, the Knicks are willing to part ways with Cam Reddish for two second round picks per Michael A. Scott. I don't think we're really interested in Cam Reddish, but that's just something to think about. Uh, we're getting short on time, so we'll do the mailbag question probably on Thursday. Let's preview the Bulls game and let's do Keith's Richie. What's your Keith's victory against the Chicago Bulls? Right now, the Bulls looking at their record. They are fighting with us for the playing spot. Um, putting up the league standings right now. They are the t- they're in the 10th spot in the Eastern Conference. We are in the 12th. We're two games behind the Bulls. They're 19 and 22. Um, they have been somewhat in thought thought about rebuilding or retooling. There's reports that Zach Levine wants out. You know, they've made some guys available for trade. Lonzo Ball hasn't played at all this year. Uh, Caruso's been in and out of the lineup. But Levine's had some good games. DeRozan's had some good games, as, as they always do, some good scoring games. Um they lost to the Celtics last night, 107-99. to 99. Levine had 27. Vucevic had 21-13. to Like I talked about uh, earlier, I think he's going to put up similar numbers against the Wizards. Um, DeRozan had 13 points and three rebounds, which is a, which is a pretty quiet game for um, DeMar DeRozan. They got Andre Drummond off the bench, another guy who's a big, uh, you know, big, big, you know, he's like 250, 270. Um, so what are your keys of victory against the Bulls tomorrow?
2: My keys of victory attitude man was fixed attitude let's really get in let get aggressive man really get aggressive especially if we were uh, without kp and gaff you know get the you know get those charges you know get into people's faces get aggressive because they're going to drive man they're going to drive the pain Levine can shoot but Le- Levine can drive the lane same thing with the Rosen. the is a guy who he's not known for his three-point shot he you now he can shoot it but he's a mid-range genius who can drive the lane he can he, look he's got a long highlight sheet of dunking on folk man so I'm just trying to tell you you know really get aggressive get smart this is where West comes in this is where leadership comes in charge time you know make it frustrating for them to go in make them shoot uh two man transition defense we've got to get back you know I, I know there was a question that we're gonna get into later on in the mailbag time about um conditioning but I'm gonna cover it a little bit right now real quick you know conditioning I don't know if that's a reason why we're struggling so much in transition D but these guys can run. Look, DeRozan is still a cat who can who can skywalk, man. So we got to get better and get back in transition. So we have to really get back in transition, set up defense. And three, I believe they're not very good at three point d- defense. So I'm looking at us taking high percentage three point shots or we have to hit the open ones, too. We have to hit open three point shots. And I'm, you know, so I think those do my three uh, keys of victory, I think. This is still a winnable game. Now, uh, without KP, without Gaff, it is going to be a hard game because, you know, Andre Drummond, while he's not a guy who's going <laughs> to go anywhere outside the paint, you know, he's going to stay in the, in the paint, but he's a big dude, man. And, you know, him and Taj, how Taj plays against him and how Taj plays against Vucevic is something I want to see. I want to see how hard – because Taj can play hard on guys in the in the paint. It's just his speed, you know, his shiftiness with his legs on defense, it, it shows. It's, he's trying to slow down. But, uh, you yeah, know, that, that would be my three keys to victory.
0: Definitely, yeah, they do struggle with three-point defense. Um, right now they're 28th in three-point defense, three-point percentage allowed. Uh, they're 26th in um, three-point attempts allowed as well. Um, they're, they're a good three-point shooting team, actually. They're 6th um, in three-point percentage right now. They don't shoot a lot of threes. They're 30th in three-point attempts, but they, they knock down the threes that they take. Um, He's a victory that I would say. Um whoever's playing big man, they, they have to toughen up against Vucevic for one. Um, turnovers. We got to cut down on turnovers. We've been very sloppy with the ball. The Pelicans, they had 30 points off turnovers last night or, or almost 39. That's insane. That's ridiculous. Uh, we've been turning the ball over a lot. The Thunder as well. We, t- we had a lot of turnovers against them. The Bulls are probably going to play zone. Um, so it's on West too. He's going to have to coach these guys up and get get guys to open spots and have some plays to to beat the zone. You know, you got to get to the middle of the zone. You got to get right to, right into the teeth of the zone. Um, you can get to the paint and find open shooters. We don't shoot the ball well. Um, but yeah, if they can keep Rui in the high post, give him to the high post so he can knock down shots to the, to the soft, wide open spot of the zone, that should work. Um, also, getting back on defense, transition defense has been underwhelming for the Wizards this whole year. Like I said, DeMar, he likes to get out and run. Zach likes to get out and run. Um, Nicola, he can get out and run. He's not the fastest guy in the world, but against the Wizards, you know, everybody gets gets to the offensive side of the ball. Or gets the basket fashion. The Wizards on fast breaks for sure. Um, and the bench, too. I want to see them step up. I want to see Rui step up. Um, Delon, Jordan Goodwin. They're going to have to wreak havoc. They're going to have to wreak havoc against the Bulls. Um, right now they're starting Io Sumo at point. You know, he's a good point guard, but I, I want to see I want to see them wreak havoc against Io. I want to see them wreak havoc against Zach and DeMar. Um, they're going to have to defend without fouling too. I know it's going to be tough. DeMar DeRozan gets a lot of calls. So they can't get in foul trouble. They can't complain to the refs and get their heads down because I know it can be frustrating when Demar gets a lot of calls. Um, but the Wizards they get caught up in that a little too much with complaining and putting their heads down when they don't get calls. So um, and ball movement once again, don't want to see the I don't want to see the ball get stagnant. We, we're gonna have to, we're gonna need a big game from Kuz. You know, simple as that. You know, the the solid the guys from the solid three they're gonna have to step up and play better. Same thing with Kuz. Body language was not good last game. Kuz. Um, he's gonna have to be ready the refs are calling they're calling travels on him they're calling charges on him so he has to play differently or, or adjust to what they're calling so he, he just has to be ready for it um, what's your prediction for it? and then we'll probably wrap up we'll probably do the mail ba- mad question next episode um, I think it's from michael Wilder so we'll answer it next episode but what's your uh, prediction and I know the last time we picked the wizards to win but the last two times they lost and they got blown out.
2: I know it's like opposite day, man. <laughs> um, ah, oh man, I I, I don't, I, I see this as a loss, man, because mm-hmm. with Gaff and KP being out, that that's that, especially with Bill being out, that's two out of the three of the solid three are out and Gaff. And those are three very important pieces of the team. I just, you know, Andre Drummond, man, he's going to get a, he's a high, <laughs> I mean, he gets a lot of rebounds and he's going to man that paint. Uh, I, I think the only way we can kind of get a win is leadership. Like you said, Kuz has to have a big game and you cannot see the body language. You can't see the attitudes you saw last game. You know, we got to come out and really be aggressive, uh, positive aggressiveness, right? You know, like, like we said earlier, taking charges, you know, getting into people's face, making things frustrating, but they're going to get calls. And when it comes to attitude, look, DeRozan ain't no punk man. So, you know, th- these guys got attitude Levine, you know, these guys are known to have attitude. They're going to come at opponents. So, yeah, have it as a loss, man. Cause I think that losing two of your bigs is just is especially with your franchise guy being out. That was a lot of important losses. Um I'm looking at 107.96. We're gonna we're gonna take it out, man.
0: Yeah, I got I got us losing as well. I think we'll probably lose by at least 10, unfortunately. Actually, you know, i think we're gonna lose by five. I think they're gonna come out with a better effort tomorrow night. But I just want to thank you guys for listening. Uh hopefully it is different from what we say. Hopefully the Wizards do come out with a win. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for listening and making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now make your second listen game to game uh, from the Locked On NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA or NFL with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. Hell to the Wizards. Peace.